0: Welcome to On and Off the Pitch for a very special interview with the head coach of Aston Villa ladies, Gemma Davis. Gemma, thank you for joining me today. How are you?
1: Not too bad at all, thank you. Not too yeah. bad excited to, to be here.
0: Okay, look, you know, I'm going to ask you again because we're all, this whole social distance thing, generally we do the kind of, you know, when you meet someone, you say, how are you? And they go, I'm fine. But I'm generally asking, are you? is everything okay?
1: Yeah, no, I, we are, or I am doing really well. Doing really well. I mean, it's. Uh, I think the novelty of the the lockdown has um, sort of worn off now. But no, we're uh, we're doing really well.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, what I want <laughs> Oh, thank you. Uh, I well, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm I'm eager to talk to you and find out. I'm, I've been looking forward to today definitely. So. Uh, this is the highlight of the day. I will go away from this conversation and say, "Hey, guess who I'm with you today?" So you know, so uh, I tick that off. You know, no, so, but generally, I'm good. Good, good. Excellent. Um, I know it's it's rude to ask a, a, a lady, woman of her age, but you are remarkably young to be where you are. I have to say that. Um, how early on in your career? Did you realise that management or coaching was for you?
1: Uh, that's a good first question. Um, it's a, it's a difficult one actually because as a as a kid, really, I didn't kind of I didn't really know what what I wanted to do. Um, didn't particularly have any direction or wasn't especially academic. Um, but I, I would say probably sort of 16 started coaching um and then i would say it sort of 18 19 was when sort of yeah i kind of decided that that this was the route that that i wanted to take and and, and took it more seriously but i would say coaching more than more than management
0: so it's really strange that 16 mm. very young
1: yeah 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 it is very young isn't it I, I i suppose in in some ways i suppose as a 16 year old to have An idea that that's what I want to do is probably probably quite a good thing, and and certainly gave me that direction that perhaps I was lacking um, at an early stage to really help sort of steer steer my career and the choices that I made um, very early on.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm trying to go back to when I was that age and uh, think of the adults in my life that would ask me the question, "What do you want to do?" And it would be the normal standard teenage response of, "I don't know," shrug shoulders. Did anyone actually ask you what you wanted to do at that age, which kind of pushed you towards coaching or managing?
1: Um, Not really. I mean, so at at 16, I did my uh, level one. And then uh, at 17, did my level two. And there was a a guy called Tom Stack um, who who did those courses. And I did a little bit of coaching and some work experience with him. Um, And he would often say to me that, that, like, I was all right at it, and that maybe I should consider it, um, you know, as a, as a possible career choice. Um, but never really, kind of, at that point, took it super seriously, or, you know, there was no particular conversations that had steered it that way, other than, other than Tom um, saying that I was all right and maybe I should take it a bit more seriously.
0: Yeah, uh, were you interested in any other sports at that time? Or was it just football?
1: Um, just football, really. As a kid, I I did like played hockey and and things like that, but was never particularly interested. Um, football was was my enjoyment and and what I you know I've played football since. Gosh, you know, as a as a youngster, like six, seven, eight, eight years old.
0: And and cool. what and what was it like playing? To go to go to go to go from playing as a chi, a, a child to strong teenager at sixteen. score, yeah, i going into coaching.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny because that. To be fair, that that's a question that I often get asked. Do I miss playing, and what do I prefer, playing or coaching? If I could go back to playing now, would I? And honestly, the 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 honest answer is is that I would always pick coaching over over playing. And I have loved every minute of of the the coaching that I've done so far, um, over over my playing experiences. And I I'm not really sure why that is, but uh, yeah i much prefer it always have
0: yeah what what, what was your position when you did play
1: uh, well i actually started at um villa as a kid um so i played in played in their academy or their their center of excellence um and then went over to the the dark side and i say the dark side birmingham city um and spent spent many many years there um, and i have to say as a as a villa fan Maybe I shouldn't be saying this, um, but I had some of the best, best moments um, of, of my career um, at, at Blues with the experiences and the people that, that I met and were fortunate to work with. You know, I'm very, very fortunate to with for those experiences that, that Blues had, had given me.
0: Yeah, so would you say that, that the the experience that we had at that point has shaped you in terms of where you are now?
1: Yeah, certainly, it's it certainly played a a factor, I would say. Uh, and that's, you know, from the, the breadth of experience that I had uh working across their pathway. Um so starting off at the under 10s and going to the 12s, the 13s, the 14s, doing a little bit with the 16s. Um, but I think it was the the people, the the coaches that that I'd worked with that had a real significant sort of influence um on my career at a very early point. Um, so it definitely played 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 a um yeah a real pivotal role i guess um in the early stages
0: and yeah was there anyone in particular that stood out in terms that you can refer to that played a key key influence
1: Uh, yeah i mean been really fortunate to to work with um you may may have heard of him um mark skinner um who was at the the first team and then obviously he's, he's over in america now with orlando um i've been really fortunate to work with with him um chrissy talkinson who's now at villa uh, who's our new um technical director um but i think was actually the the real kind of influential kind of character that, that i'd worked with when i was at, at blues was a coach called chloe um, and we we coached in the tens um, together, and she was a manager, and I was the was the assistant, and we were very similar ages. Um, and she just had a, a huge sort of influence, really, on 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 me as a person. Um, yeah, so I'd probably say say Chloe above above all those again in in those very early stages when I was new to to the world of of coaching.
0: That's good, you know. In terms of your playing days, something that's kind of come to me. What type of player were you? Were you the combative player? Were you the thinker? Were you the creator?
1: Probably none of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was okay. I was a an average player. I, I played left back. Um, didn't particularly have any kind of skill. Um, I just worked hard. Like that. That was that was my attribute. I worked hard. Had a good attitude, and, and wanted to improve and, and be better. Um, I wasn't great, as you can you, you can ask some of the the girls at, at, at Villa now when I take part in training. i will probably tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling that you're probably better than you, you're saying. Self-praise is is a very difficult thing to, to dish out. So you're being hard on yourself. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you're being hard on yourself. Definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> you, you started coaching at. I'm getting this correct. I've written notes. Um, Erdington Ladies. It look, It says here from the information that was describe what that was like for you.
1: Um, so it was well. This is kind of my first um, like coaching experience. So I used to um, take my sister to training. So when my sister was a thirteen year old, fourteen year old. She played at, at Erdington, and we used to catch the the number thirty three bus down the Kingstanding Road um, to to Moor Lane um, mm-hmm. Playing Fields, where the where Bo- Erdington used to used to play. Um, and I used to just watch and, and take part and just kind of just help out. It was a new club. Um, there was a guy called John Carter um, there who was trying to oversee um, the development of the, the club. And he's exceptionally passionate about the women's game. He, he was a dad. He had um, two daughters that played and managed the team that my sister played in. Uh, a really, really wonderful guy. Um, and he just said that, like, you know, we need, a, we need a coach just over the summer holiday to work with the under-10s just while we're trying to find, you know, the appropriate candidate for the role. Um, And then six weeks, you know, turned into 10 years, however (laughs) long I've been coaching for now. (laughs) (laughs) um, But I I was there for, like, I think it was uh, three, four seasons, three seasons. Um, And I took the under-10s and worked with them until under-14s, I think they were, or, yeah, under-14s, under-13s. Uh, I loved it, loved it. The kids were great. They were from all like, the local state in the area. Um, really vibrant personalities. Parents were fantastic. Just loved it. It was, you know, it was kind of sort of epitomises what, what football is and, and why you take part in coaching or why you want to be a coach. Kids that just want to turn up and play and they'll play it on anything. You don't need goals. You can put jumpers down and they just love it. The energy and enthusiasm that they had for the game and for them like, for them as a, as a team, you know, it was... Uh, just be tangible you could feel it and it made you want to do more for them um yeah it was it was a brilliant few years that i was there uh
0: you know there are signs from what you're saying that you're more than just a coach you're a, a teacher is I think, that
1: true? Yeah. Uh, yeah i mean and uh, i you know i think there's there's a lot more to to coaching and, and and management, if you want to call it that, it is. You, you, especially when you're working with youngsters, um, you are teaching them in some ways. You're trying to influence um, their life in some ways, life decisions. You know, they often come to you and ask for advice about all sorts of things, and you want to steer them in the right direction. You want to give them some direction and focus in their life, and you want to instill, you know, important things that that perhaps. You know, that you, I was really fortunate to get from my parents and I wanted to instil in, in these youngsters and I still, not, still do now with the senior players and that I work with at, at Villa. It goes beyond the pitch and that's so kind of fundamental to, to what we do and who I am, I guess.
0: Mm, a family approach. Um, so when you leave Erdington and you move on, um, where do you go to next?
1: Um, so from, from Erdington um, was when um, an opportunity came to, to go and work at, at Birmingham City um, in their what, what's called now a, a regional talent centre, um, but it used to be called like a centre of excellence. Um, so I did some voluntary stuff initially um, at Blues before taking on the under 10s with with Chloe. Um, and yes, yeah, so I ended up leaving Erdington to try and get some experience on the on the sort of the elite talent pathway.
0: Mm. And how was that?
1: Making the move to Blues. Yeah, <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was, it, was, it was exactly what I needed to do. Uh, as much as I loved Erdington and the people and the players and everybody that I'd met there, again, who was so significant and, and, and influential in, 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 in those early stages, again, uh, you know, it was difficult to leave, but it was absolutely the, the right move for me to start challenging myself. Um, and you know, well, ultimately is when I, sort of, I guess, started to take coaching more seriously. Um, so the move, the, the move that I needed to make.
0: You know, when you go from um, place to place, you have memorabilia. Um, you don't have any by any chance? Do you?
1: Uh, on me now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, in fact, I do. I <laughs> do. As it's. <laughs> Let me get it. It's Good. not. It's not exciting.
0: Oh, Gemma, Gemma. You might need a, um, a get out of jail card.
1: Here you go. So right. this is, it's not particularly exciting, but this is the match ball um, that we played with when I was with the, well, I was the, the head coach at, at the University of Birmingham and we got into the uh, national finals um, against Durham. We lost two, one at Loughborough, but it was a fantastic day and I kept the football. So there you go.
0: So yeah, so look, but I'm not even it's it's a good thing it's it's not blue, let's just say that. Oh,
1: um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I did say that at some point we would laugh, but that was there, you go. there we go. Um, tell me about Coventry Ladies, your time there. Um
1: yes, yeah, so this is kind of where I kind of did full circle. So I mentioned earlier about a guy called Tom Stack, um, who did my level one and level two. Um, so he was the director of football at, at Coventry I think it was it was Coventry City uh, and mm-hmm. as I went over they were moving to Coventry United uh, but Tom was the director of football there at the time um, and I'd done some work for him did a little bit of work experience in his office and, and just generally kept in touch with him and he's always been a kind of a real advocate of, of, of me um, and really supported me um, in, in my career and you know, that's just little uh, coffee uh, catch-ups in the week and things like that he, he's, he's brilliant for um, and he just approached me and asked me you know we've got an opportunity on opening at, at Coventry um, to work under a guy called um, Nick Coy at the time Um come in and, and be his assistant and have a go and it would be kind of you know you sort of I guess your first real experience at, at senior football with you know a significant amount of um, responsibility I guess and um, so, so Tom brought me in and I'd spent i think it was two and a half seasons two and a half seasons, I think it was, and um, before I then moved back to to blues but again it, you know I worked with some some really um wonderful people and that that seems to be a trend across across all of the experiences that I've had. I've been so fortunate to work with with some you know superb individuals and um, so uh, Mick, Mick Foy left in that season and then Jay Bradford um, was appointed as, as manager so I worked with Jay for a um, season and a season and a half
0: that's good you know, that's, that's that's good you know it's, it sounds like you had a really positive journey everywhere you you have kind of spent time um, the key moments must really come back to you all the time and you can refer to them does, does that happen frequently
1: yeah, definitely. I think you know it's it's probably really cliche, but you ultimately in this job you learn every day, um, because you know the the experiences or decisions that you make um, are either going to work out or they don't. And you know I've had you know I have generally speaking have been really fortunate around kind of how sort of positive my journey has been so far. But you know that there has been some really difficult periods, and you know I always refer back to those moments. Um, you know, to to kind of inform the the future of what I do next, in in some ways, uh, and use those experiences to to be better ultimately. Um, yeah, but on the whole, it's 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 been quite positive, I suppose.
0: it's better you know, there's, I I I have another question in terms of where you go next, but just from the threads that you've mentioned, it's a very reflective process that you use to mm. improve yourself, which is a question I had for much later, but. How strong is that in terms of your philosophy as a as a coach, drug manager?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think it it's fundamental. I think for you know to for me to to be better ultimately, and to to then be able to give more to the staff that I work with and our players, um, I have to to reflect and, and review my own performance. You know, and that, that's on a daily basis it, within our training environment. That's within or after, after games, that's certain decisions that I'll make. Um, but also making sure that I learn from things that that perhaps in hindsight, I shouldn't have done, or I made the wrong decision at that point. Um, you know, I think you've always got to go back to those experiences. You don't just forget them and, and lock them away. You've got to bring them back out when it's appropriate to do so. Um, and, and ultimately, that's a behaviour that, that we want to instil in the players at, at Villa. And if we don't mirror that, or we don't, live that and breathe that then the players won't mirror that um but it's so important to 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 reflect and and be honest with yourself and also you know ultimately that's what's going to make you better
0: Mm, you know i'm going to come back to that point uh, a, a little bit later um from coventry derby county ladies is that correct or yeah. do you? Yes, yeah,
1: <laughs> About that, <then>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I wasn't. Was I think it might be before.
0: Was it before?
1: Yeah. yeah it was. It was before. It was, one, it,
0: and then I it, yeah. Forgive me. Forgive me. Oh, no, that's okay.
1: Um, I mean, I didn't even know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you really Gemma Davis? Is someone? Is this? <laughs> No. no um in terms of your time at derby how was that
1: see it's an interesting one because that that really was where um i had a, a negative experience or was my first kind of negative experience in some ways um it so it was my first experience in senior football um i was a 20 21 year old um and I worked with um, a coach called Jenny Sugarman, who's now at, at Villa with me now. Um, so she was the uh, manager and, and she asked me to come across and be her assistant. So we'd worked at the, the university together. Um, and it was, it was a challenge for me because I was put into an environment, with, albeit with, with, with fantastic support in, in Jenny, um, but the players were much older than me, and in some ways had more experience of, of the game and you know that, 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 that was always going to be a challenge as a twenty one year old who, who was relatively new um, to senior football um so that, that that was always interesting and I had to learn very quickly um, but it was a, it was a difficult um, a difficult period because uh, around Christmas time it was just before christmas um uh, jenny left the left the club and um, and it was just myself left for the time being, and there was a decision as to whether you know i I would leave and and, and kind of sort of respect my relationship that, that that I have with Jen, which is you know it's very strong now for for the different sort of experiences that we 'd gone through together um or or to stay on for for a short term um, and and support that transition of a new new manager coming in um, because I had a really good relationship with the players and wanted to do right by them as well. Um, so it, it was a mixed experience at Derby, um, for sure, for, for those reasons, but uh, again, was, was a fundamental stepping stone for me, um, in, again, in my career.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, you say it was a negative experience, but you can still reflect on it and say you can pull out the aspects that made you stronger, and that you can then improve upon, of course.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. And I suppose in, in that way, maybe negative is a, is, is a strong word, but it, it influenced me positively after, if, if that's all contradicted what I've said. But um, it certainly, yeah, you, you learn from those, those experiences.
0: Yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, sometimes they say you only learn when you fall.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Trust me, <laughs> I have found many times... <laughs>
0: okay so right let's kind of get into where you are right now you're wearing the kit yep um were you headhunted for this role no how did you get it
1: um applied applied for it so the job was advertised i'd kind of hit a plateau in some ways where i felt I, i needed the next step I wasn't quite sure what what that next step looked like, um, but I needed to be challenged. I needed more responsibility. I wanted a, an opportunity to, to, I guess in some ways, um, trial. I don't know if that's the right word, but trial with a team. How I saw the game and see if I could implement how I saw the game with with a set of players and and those kind of things that you kind of you know you really want to be able to do. Um, so I saw that saw it was. Um, out for advert and I was in an iron at the time, whether to apply for it, whether I had the necessary experience me being, it was uh, 25, I was 25 at the time I was just like, I'm not going to get it, I'm not going to get an interview, all that kind of stuff, you have a lot of self-doubt around that um, and then it was Tom and he was just like just put it in, you ain't got anything to lose, the worst I'm going to say is no um, so I just sent the email in um, and then was, was shortlisted for an interview and there you go I got the job I was very very surprised <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's kind of like yeah I'll just I'll just throw my application in and see what happens uh where where, yeah. where where do you see an advert for a manager it's not in your local shop on a post-it note is it
1: <laughs> it's definitely not um, I can't you know I actually can't remember how I come across it I it was yeah I don't know it was in my inbox somehow Maybe oh,
0: someone sent. It. Oh, so 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 you saw it in your email inbox.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Are,
0: are you sure you weren't headhunted?
1: <laughs> I definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't. I think I think someone must have sent me the application. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you,
0: you, you, can Can you talk me through the actual interview itself?
1: Yeah. Um. So. It was uh, basically I had to present what the first 90 days of the job would look like um, and, and, and what I would do um, within those first 90 days. Um, so a lot of that was around uh, like recruitment, pathway, um, kind of, I suppose, understanding the landscape of what I'd be working in very quickly and understanding the players. So just I really had to kind of get across what, what it would that I would do and how I would impact and influence the team as quickly as I could, but also setting out a longer, a longer term objective vision for where where I saw the women's team um, going. Um, yeah, that that was in a nutshell, predominantly what what it involved.
0: Did you use PowerPoint?
1: Yeah, I had to like Google how to work animations and things like that because I am not technology savvy in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh gosh, I could imagine the night before. Um, were you nervous?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, there was there was an element of nerves, but there was also this kind of like, what, what, what am I doing? What's happening here? Because <laughs> I was so, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I re- genuinely, really, was not expecting to to be considered. Um, really wasn't. So there was an element of. Being nervous about it, of course, because I care. I care about my job and I want to be successful. Um, but also there was this almost laid back kind of approach in some way because I was just so certain that I was never going to get a job. <laughs> so there was a mix of the two. Did,
0: did you celebrate when you were offered the post? It,
1: no, because oh, no, I did. But I, I, again, I was so, when I got the phone call, I was just sitting in my garden um, and I was thinking because I was going on holiday um, in a couple of days time after after interview, so I was just thinking about that and then had this phone call on Friday um saying that you know we would like you to be the, the manager of our women's our women's team and that I can just remember sitting there going what? <laughs> I think and that was actually my answer as he rang me. I was like, What? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh. Um well, this is a gift from two oh right, I've just had something pop up on the screen, which yeah, is fine. To, yeah, don't worry. Um what I need to ask you, in terms of your management style,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, who do you base yourself on? Would you say uh, it's any of the managers in the women's game? you know, I'm gonna go for like Emma Hayes, or your Hope Powell, or are you, you know, looking at the men's game like a Pep or a Jose, or you know, who, who is it?
1: That's uh, a good question. Uh, I definitely watch more of the women's game than I do mm. the men's game. Um, I am a huge fan of of, of Emma and, and what she's done at Chelsea, um, but I just also admire her 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 quality as a as a person. Um, like I could listen to her talk about football and, and the game more generally all day. Um, but I actually really, really enjoy watching Arsenal women under Joe. Um, he is, he is one, he's just his, his sideline manner and how he behaves in the technical area, but also how he, how he sees the game and how he gets the, his team to, to play is just one to be admired. Um, I, I could watch Arsenal play all day.
0: Mm, well, well, you might do that next season. When you get up, when you um, get up fingers, fingers crossed uh, what has been the most challenging moments for you in terms of in terms of your time with Villa you know the, the ones that you kind of really wrestled with
1: Um, I think that one of the I suppose one of the things that, that I wrestled with quite a lot was going into this type of role It was my first appointment as a manager. Um, Prior to that, I'd only ever been assistant, um, other than my role at at the university. Um, And I I wrestled quite a lot with who I was as a person and because people have a perception of what a manager should be um, at that level. Um, and, and in some ways, I think the players also had that perception of what a manager should be. And I think that was based off their past experiences and the managers that they had previously. But I wrestled with that quite a lot because in some ways, I'm um, completely the opposite end of what perhaps you would perceive as a, as a manager. And I found that difficult at the time because perhaps I spent some time trying to be something that I wasn't. And that that didn't work. Um until I was comfortable with being who I was in, the, in that environment and being happy to be that person and not worry what, you know, other people think that you should be, um, that really opened, uh, sort of opened, I don't know what the analogy is. I was going to say open the gates, but that does not. Yeah, make... open the doors. Open the doors. <laughs> open the gates. <laughs> um, uh, it really opened the door for me. Um, but yeah, that, that was that was a real pivotal point for me. Is yeah, just accepting that's what I am. That's the type of manager that I am, um, and actually is really um, sort of influential, I guess. Uh, so that 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 certainly was a, a difficult challenge. Um, and then the the obvious one, and I always bring this up, was that the first game of the season at, at Man United um, was an exceptionally difficult difficult time. Um, not just within the game but then kind of sort of what followed after that for for a good few weeks Uh,
0: you you talk about that difficult time and previously you mentioned about bringing back those kind of negative bad experiences to reflect upon um you obviously changed things after that result what what did you change did you you know go to particular books to refer to did you seek out advice from other managers in terms of how you approach the game did your pre-match stop method alter what, what what did you do
1: um it's funny because it, i didn't change anything um it, you know what what i was or what we as a team staff were were trying to instill was never was never going to be um sort of evident on the pitch in in one league fixture that was always going to be a process and it very much that first year was very much a process driven strategy that i had um around trying to develop an identity and a style to what villa was um and try and play ultimately attractive football um entertaining football football that one the players will enjoy to play and secondly that people would enjoy to come and watch and that wasn't ever going to come about after, after one game, you know, in some ways we were fortunate, unfortunate, depending on how you look at it to, to get Man United the first game of the season. Um, but we didn't change anything drastically at all. I mean, I obviously, you know, after that game, my initial thought was God, then, you know, I come back to that question around what type of manager do I need to be at this level? Because I think there you know there was a, I suppose a certain expectation in the players' head for me to come in at half time at that game when we were 5-0 down and you know shout them ball bark and bullet whatever you know whatever it, you know you would maybe expect to happen you know I didn't do that in a slice so went in very cool calm collected and addressed the points that needed to be addressed um, but yeah there was no significant changes we carried on with what 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 it was that that we wanted to achieve and the players believe that the staff believe that and it just took it just took time to click
0: that's that's good self-belief in in the process more than anything mm-hmm. the results yeah, yeah come and go um yeah. come and go um there's a few questions that i want to ask you just generally because everyone's at home yeah. uh, have you been a diving into any particular box sets or film or, 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 or book to pass the
1: time? Um, trying to think what I've watched recently. So I'm catching up on Homeland. Excellent. So I started watching all of that, although I'm only on episode three, so I'm not far into it, but catching up on that now. Um, I re-watched all of Happy Valley on Netflix twice just um, so at the start of lockdown and then just recently because I just really like it because you do <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, what else I've watched um, I'm, well, I'm currently watching actually um, on Amazon Prime the um, all or nothing um, series about uh, Brazil um, during the Copper America um, so I'm just watching that at the moment um, that's about it really I'm not, I don't watch TV all that much to be fair um, other than watching, like I've been watching random random games of football that, that are on TV or you can get on YouTube and, and things like that, just for my own enjoyment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, the, you know, not necessarily going across everything, but limited and focused. That's good. Uh, a question that I've asked a few people is just because we're all at home, you know, socially distancing ourselves. If you could uh, be in any TV programme or film, which one would it be and what character would you play? Oh. Uh,
1: to be fair, so as I mentioned, I've watched Happy Valley twice, and the, the main character is this just badass policewoman who takes no nonsense, drinks a lot of tea, has a fantastic sense of humour, and generally is just very awesome. And, and she's about 50. And I reckon if I could get to 50 and be as awesome as she is and drink the amount of tea that she drinks in this particular TV program I'd be doing all right. I think she'd be, I think it'd be quite a good life, sort of, because she has some demons as, as well in, in as part of her character. Um, but she's pretty awesome. But in terms of a TV show, I would love to do like, um, you know, like the Bear Grylls type, you're... You, on a desert island and you've got to survive i'd love to do that i think it'd just be awesome i mean it'd probably be awesome for about a week and then you'd be regretting your decision to do that but the idea of it's quite nice mm.
0: I, I, I would nominate you for um celebrities sas who dares wins because it's around about eight days
1: yeah you, uh, yeah Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I would love to do it. It's right up my street, but I am definitely not fit enough.
0: Okay, right. You shouldn't have said that. Your players will be saying, "Really?"
1: <laughs> yeah, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, they know. They know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. One last question from me.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: If you could go back to the beginning of this season, what would you change, and what would you say?
1: Oh, that's probably the hardest question you've given me. Um, What would I change? You know, I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. I yeah, I'm not sure how, even how to begin to answer that question. Because there's nothing like there's nothing that that springs to mind around something that really sticks out that I would want to change. Um, but I definitely go back to the first game of the season at Sheffield. One because it was just a fantastic game and the emotion and the adrenaline involved of it. Um, but I don't know if there's something that I would change. I know that's a real get out. <laughs> it could also be a good thing, though. It could be a good thing, couldn't it?
0: Good thing. Let's listen. Sometimes a question doesn't necessarily need the answer that everyone expects. There
1: you go. Maybe I wouldn't change anything. Then.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go, indeed. Uh, I'm going to say thank you very much, Gemma, for giving me the time to interview you and find out a little bit about your life. And I would really like to speak to you when, when the season rotates back to Planet Football.
1: Planet Football, yes. No, it's been, uh, it's been wonderful. Thank you very much for, for your time. I've had, a, I've had a good time spent this a morning good, with you.
0: So. A good time spent.
1: And
0: your secret is out about the, the, the memorabilia from, from the Blues. So yeah. best be careful. <laughs> right, that's it. Uh, a very special interview with Gemma Davis. Uh, this is on and off the pitch. I'm Rob Mancarius. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you soon. Bye for now.